<laughs> and that's why Nate is never going to be president. Anyways, guys, sorry about that. (laughs) Welcome to Nerds Who Get Laid Sometimes. Sometimes. Tonight, as usual, I would say, we are missing Nathan. Of course. Are we really missing Nathan, though? No. No, No, it means we can go as long as we want. We can give y'all as much quality (laughs) podcasting as we want to tonight. Well, we're not going to do any of that. We're just going (laughs) to talk. We could. I said could. We're just going to talk. We could, but we won't. (laughs) No. Well, tonight we have uh, Mr. TJ. Hi. Thank you. We have the uh, rambunctious, ravishing Ray. Hey. We have Mr. Charles Garrett Devereaux. Hello. Full name. Full yeah. name. So you can look him up on the Google. Yes. Yeah. It's true. He is, uh, do not be confused with the Charles Garrett Devereaux, who is a Bond villain, or the <laughs> one who is a Louisiana senator who is <laughs> under indictment for... Uh, Racketeering, or the political assassin. It's true. Yeah, yeah. So or that ba- might yeah. be him. There's we were basically yeah. no. We were basically talking about how your name sounds more illustrious than just a bearded dude who does podcast <laughs> every couple weeks. <laughs> like it I'll take it. Like, like you're like a uh, I don't know, like 18th century aristocrat, and we're like, oh, it is so hot here, Mister Devereaux. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe the humidity has reached such heights. So, yeah, stuff like that. Uh, And uh, this is me, Mike. Hi. (laughs) Hope everyone's doing out there, constant listener. We miss you. Well, you know what? I'm tired of this intro, and it's crap, just like us. So we're going to go. We we had Thanksgiving and Black Friday this, and and what is it, Small Business Saturday? and Mm -hmm. All this stuff. Did anyone? Going to be, when you listen to this. Cyber Monday will be going on. Yeah, yep. Cyber Monday. Any yeah. good Cyber the best, Monday deals? The best deal in Cyber Monday is if you rate us on iTunes. Yes. You get f- entered into you get five something for free. free. Stars. So let, let's, five yeah. stars. <laughs> let's do this real quick because we're at the beginning. Guys, this is episode number 98. Yep. We've done 98 of these for you. On episode 100, we're going to be doing uh, a special show. And there's going to be a lot of giveaways and, and stuff. And, and it's not going to be a teen sex episode. It's okay. not like a very special Nerds Who Get Laid sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we talk about the dangers of teen sex yeah, and, yeah. and drug abuse. It's it's a different one. <coughs> so what we're going to be doing. Yeah. talking about teen sex. <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to be doing. We have a lot of things to give away here. And to be entered in that, you just have to go to iTunes. You have to look up Nerds Who Get Laid sometimes, and you have to rate us. And put a little comment in there. It'll come up on the on our thing. We'll throw y'all all in a bucket, and we'll pull some names out, and you'll get some giveaways. And yes. that's free. That's all free. That's yeah. just because... That is the best deal on Cyber Monday. That's the best deal. Well, yep. I mean, it's free to you. It's going to cost us a lot of money. So you A know, lot of money. Yeah, so you guys <laughs> a, need to A do lot this. of pesos. Yeah. So, uh, so a yeah. A lot of Robert many, De Niro. Many thousands of pesos. Yes. Anyone get any? A plethora uh, of pesos. <laughs> How'd everyone's Thanksgiving go? Eat a lot of turkey? No, I worked. My no, father worked. and okay. I yes. fried a turkey. Oh, nice. And I uh, gorged myself on uh, two kinds of cobbler. Oh, dang. Cobbler. Yeah, it was... Uh, Someone's Thanksgiving game is on. Far. Right. The only word that I can really use to describe my Thanksgiving was decadent. Mm, that sounds delicious. It was <laughs> deliciously. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, 
I have worked ever since. Like okay, yeah. like worked a yeah. lot. Like my ankles hurt. I have yeah. to w- raise my feet above my heart so my feet can drain. <laughs> wow, so, so yeah. it's pretty correct. Anyone get any good Black Friday deals? Uh, I got almost all of my <laughs> shopping done while uh, on restroom breaks <laughs> over the past <laughs> over the past two days. Everyone Ooh, Amazon. Sa- the sad part is though, and I hate to admit this, I was like, one gift for you, one gift for me, one gift for me. <laughs> <laughs> and a big surprise, I spent twice as much as I wanted to. Yeah, nice. I, I did something similar. I only bought two things, but one of the two things was for me. TJ yeah. was like typing in, he's like, treat yourself. <laughs> um, I got, uh, the kids wanted the Minecraft story mode, which was on sale on PSN. Mm-hmm. And I was like, looking around and. Transformers Devastation's on sale for twenty five yep. bucks on PSN. Like, have you played it yet? Yeah, it's good. I picked it, it up at um, I picked it Bye. up on Friday at uh, Target <laughs> for twenty five bucks. Mm-hmm. I'm still in Fallout, so uh, I haven't played it yet. But it, I'm intrigued though. How's beautiful. how's it play? Very well. I mean, it's um, is is it like uh, is it like the uh, full Full Moon Studios? What are they called? Did no, it's not like the Full Moon games. It's more. Um, it's made by Platinum Games. Well, like I know it's. I know the the art style is different, but like is the play style pretty similar? No, it's it's a Platinum Games game. It's definitely what that else is Platinum? Beat 'em up, okay. uh, Bayonetta, Bayonetta, Vanquish. that type stuff. <clears throat> okay, yeah. yeah, it it definitely plays more like that than okay. the Full Moon Transformers. Is it games. one? It looks to me to be one of the better Transformer games that's come out in a while. It's it it's a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, fighting Devastator was was quite a challenge I've, I've that's as far as i've gotten into it because i've had to work and yeah uh other things very cool very cool charles nothing for you no black friday shopping no black friday nope. all right well not doing that we know you the, gotta get that nice ipad thing we is know they were on sale too yeah <laughs> i'm not doing the, the nice no. thing is that you could get almost anything you wanted on the black friday sales online yeah yeah that is the nice thing that's kind of is moved over to is you can get most of it online. Me exactly. and Al, I, when Not I got off work of Friday, who work in the retail store and rely on shop at your local, local retailer. <laughs> so yes, we can. I was pay. I was talking about for those of us who work but, in retail. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yes, yes. Yeah. For those of us who serve, yeah, online will serve us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we we went to Gainesville, Florida. It's a a bigger town, about a half hour from where we record from, and uh, it was later in that night, so everything was kind of picked over. But we weren't looking for TVs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we picked up some pretty good deals. Nothing for anyone for Christmas. Most mostly on Black Friday, we go out and we're like, you know what? We need some new sheets. <laughs> I bet we can yeah. find some cheap. Yep. <laughs> so. Yeah, you don't want a Black Friday TV anyway. Uh, no, they're no, no, no. Suit. I mean, they're. Even more cheaply made than normal. Yeah, and they're almost always guaranteed to fail in like three months. Yeah, so. we were looking. We are. Um, we have a digital projector, and it's been getting get ready to go for. out. Get what yeah. you pay for when it comes to electronics. Oh, it yeah. does. Yeah. So I, there was a specific one. I was kind of just looking around to see if it was on sale, but I didn't find it anywhere. So do they, full price. Do people still? Use projector television. Like honest question. This like, isn't a tel. I mean, mine's an actual projector. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna project. Like, do people still use them? I mean, it seems yeah. like that's kind of the technology. They still use them. You, I don't think you can buy them anymore. But yeah, people still use them. I see them on for sale things all the time. Just get like a uh, like a, an old quiet like boardroom projector. 
no, shoots in sweet no, no, 480. No. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's how you want to play Fallout Four. Yeah. Fortunately, the the one I have, um, I bought about ten years ago. I paid over. Uh, I paid about a thousand dollars for it, and it has served me great for those ten years. Um, to get one equal to what it was back then, like it was not top of the line, but me- medium, um, is like five hundred dollars now. So it's half half the price, and uh, we lo- we've already got the whole setup for it. So. Maybe after Christmas because it's not uh, it's been going in and out. Yeah. Anyway, anyone else gain news? Not news, news. Just you know. Mm-hmm. My life has been a void of fun. Is that a void that is full of fun, or you've been avoiding fun, or by definition, it's a void that a void eats all fun. be full of anything? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll have to ditto Mike on that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've just been working a lot, but I mean, I feel you, TJ. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna move we on. Literally, feel TJ. He's so He's muscular. so close to us. Yeah. yeah. Now it's time for the news. So every year, um, I think it's been every year, March is the date that Game of Thrones comes out. This year, season April. six. April. Yeah. yeah, this year it's being moved back to April. No! I don't care. No, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Well, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but it is, uh, they have released that uh, season six of Game of Thrones will come out in April. Uh, I'm pretty excited. I still haven't seen season five yet. Nope. But um, I love Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. so. Uh, I don't care when it comes out as long as it comes out. No one else cares. I've got, okay. I've got no pony in this race. Yeah. Well, I mean, Did, I have no way to watch it, so yeah. I just I have to wait for DVD. Yeah, me so too. So that's my turn. Um, let's see. So we had talked about a couple of months ago that Universal is trying to do a shared universe style. With the classic monsters. With classic monsters, exactly. Yeah, you haven't said anything about it in a um, while. Well, uh, apparently they are working on um, The Mummy. Is going to be one of the first ones that they they go to for that, not the Brandon Fraser one because that's that's instantly where my mind went was hell yeah let's bring back Brandon Fraser, um, but no, um, they're talking about having Tom Cruise cast in this. Is it the Mummy? Um, I, I mean, how I how it. can you really? They, I mean, tell it's too <laughs> if he's going to be wrapped up in cloth. <laughs> it's it's a little too early to um to you know for them to announce oh the yeah. lead Mummy. So, um, I mean, if you if you guys really want to be technical, Universal's the first company to have this shared universe thing in the first place. Cause yeah, because they, they had Dracula back in the thirties and forties. Yeah. So, um, I Are you I don't know to the monster movies back then. Yeah, they were they were interconnected. Um, the uh, you'd have Dracula fighting Frankenstein's monster, and um, the Wolfman was there too, and it was just a big party. Yeah. So uh, that's that's an interesting thing. They're still moving like ahead King with Kong it. Kong and Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, which I'm real excited for. Still, um, I still, I I never no, got that fight. They'll, yeah, they'll they'll change it. They'll 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 make it something. King Kong's forty feet tall. Godzilla's two hundred plus. Godzilla's been <laughs> going to the gym lately. 
Yeah. Godzilla. <laughs> He's been lifting. Two hundred something <laughs> plus feet tall. King Kong's forty feet tall. Uh, original Godzilla was like fifty feet tall. No, original Godzilla's two hundred feet tall. No, they've all, he's only gotten taller. He was yeah. he was two hundred feet tall. <laughs> I'm telling I, you. I saw I saw an infographic on Reddit. I think you're wrong, sir. <laughs> oh, okay. If if it's, the it's, internet says I'm wrong, then <laughs> that's what the TV is. Well, then was who was right? <laughs> Fifteen, twenty years ago, if it's on TV, it's true. Now, it's, if it was on the internet, it's no. If they if true. they say it in the movie that. Godzilla appeared in first. You know, hey, he's two hundred feet tall. <laughs> I mean, it is translated from Japanese, so maybe he was like two hundred centimeters tall. They just said like a bunch of feet. You know, yeah. like he's he's real tall. And they're like, <laughs> he's real, real Americans tall. like be specific. So yeah, we're gonna so Raymond Burr's like, up. okay, just just say two hundred. Um, <laughs> I got a sandwich to eat. You know, so. Well, someone's sports center is going That's off. My phone. <laughs> my, um, Mike Sports Center. Mike's listening. Damn, all, Mike's. My, all my sports games are going bad. <laughs> the, oh, the foosball. So we had talked about the last few weeks on uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Yes. yes. Mike is so pumped. Are you pumped? Are you still pumped? I am like a new mother's breast. I am pumped. Exactly. So I am like a campfire. I am stoked. He's been harassing all of us. He's like backed us in the corners, like give five dollars right? or else. <laughs> You're donating, right? Yeah, so dude. they they made yeah. an announcement this this week that someone's going to be joining that cast. Yes, they've made they've made several announcements. Well, the the one that I'm specifically talking about that I'm excited about. I don't care about all this other. The stuff. only person that I, <laughs> I I know of right off the bat, like the other three people, I've never heard of. Okay. Yeah, I, I, uh, Felicia Day is going to be one of the villains in She's this. She's going to be the mad. She's going to be uh, Pearl Forrester and Dr. Forrester's uh, spot. She's going to be like their niece or nephew or, or niece because so she's a woman. I've never watched Mystery Science Th- Theater, um, so explain to me the villain the rundown? in it. Okay. Because I know so, they're sitting there watching a movie and stuff. So w- w- the general idea of the show <laughs> is that there is an evil scientist or villain who, who Joel, the creator, refers to as the mad. Mm-hmm. And they kidnap people from Earth, put them in the space station with these robots, oh. and then the, he does experiments, psychological experiments, by forcing them to watch bad movies. But really, they just make fun of them. And then in between the movies, uh, like in be- like th- they'll break up the movie into multiple segments and then have small segments with the characters out of the theater kind of talking, or they'll have like a short... Like a short subplot for the show, okay. That goes on just a place for like jokes and whatnot. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. And okay. what Joel said with his original idea, if Mystery Science Theater three thousand would have continued, was then to cycle out characters and comedian mm-hmm. different comedians uh, to let the show evolve with the times. Okay, yeah, so that's cool. So and um, Felicia Day. Uh, she's kind of a nerd sweetheart. She was on the uh, internet, the Guild, the Guild uh, which was like an internet show. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you can. I think you can catch all of that. They they put the I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, they put the whole seasons together, and the whole season ends up being about forty five minutes. Yeah. Um, and they're great. They are. Um, and she's just an all. She's on a lot of uh, Nerd and Sundry, and does a lot of podcast on on that and everything. Yeah, she's guest starred in. Uh, she's the done big voice Bang. acting in. Um, 
uh, Fallout New Vegas. Oh, He's also yeah, had I a uh, small yep. recurring role in uh, the show Supernatural. Okay, as yeah. well. So she she does a lot of little things here and there. Her and Will Wheaton are like buddies and everything. And if you know anything about Will, you know he's like a another nerd. Nerd people love him. So now, now, yeah. now, yeah. After the fact, I actually never hated Wesley Crusher. Um, I, didn't I hate thought him. I thought they tried to shoehorn him into places he didn't need to be in. Exactly, but his actual character wasn't that bad, and I, no. I never was mad. For those about of you Will. not in the know, they're referring to Star Trek right now. Star Trek: The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. The next. You're listening generation. to this podcast and don't know what we're referring to. Might want to. Well, hey, recheck hey, them. Yeah. You, you may, get a, maybe you get a couple of outs here and there. People. Yeah. Maybe we're converting people. If you don't know what a Will Wheaton is, if you don't know what a Boba Fett is, if you don't know what a, a Pikachu is, a, a Boba Tea. Yeah, what's a you don't exactly? Tea. You don't need to know what a Boba Fett is. <laughs> we'll we'll give you a couple of outs here. Blaze and there. isn't here anymore. We don't need to. <laughs> we don't need to know about Boba Fett anymore. So uh, we also Boba got some. Um, uh, this uh, this is kind of a. Uh, expected thing. By the uh, way, guys, Mr. Sanctuary 2000 is doing a Kickstarter. Oh, uh, it's yeah, a great show. This. Well, I want to kind of yeah, go ahead and throw it out. Do more. a plug. Uh, for those of you who know, Mike uh, is really excited about those yeah, guys. Yeah, Joel, the creator and the uh, original uh, host uh, of the show uh, for the first run uh, is uh, basically running a Kickstarter on well Kickstarter.com. Uh, to refund, uh, to fund a brand new season. Uh, they're giving away a lot of cool prizes, a lot of cool memorabilia. They have tons of rewards. And whenever, you know, we're meeting these goals uh, by donating, they are basically adding more and more rewards. Like right now, I think if they hit. They're currently at um, $3.1 million. So they've already got three shows. No, they are. They have s- almost four six to shows. S- yeah, they're almost uh, to the four to six area. Okay. No, they are at the four to six area. If they get to 4.4, they'll be at seven to nine shows. They basically okay. need $5.5 million overall. Uh, but I like to said if they, get, if they hit $3.3 million by the end of the weekend, uh, everyone who pledged 85 and up would be in the credits of every show, which is really cool. Yeah, you know, mm. just different stuff like that. You know, it makes it makes you a part of the show. You can even there's even one where you can be a, you can be a writer. <laughs> nice. Yeah, wow. that one's like eight grand. But still, yeah. I mean, if you hey, there there are two of those taken, so somebody <laughs> someone wanted like, to be a writer. Yeah, <laughs> I've been waiting my whole life for this. Yeah, but even if you don't care about it, I mean, they're. You know they're trying to create something. You know, bring something back, but make it new. Uh, and so anything as little as five dollars can help. Yeah, out. any anything like that helps for sure. Yep. the The lowest reward it looks like is um, ten dollars, and you don't really get anything for that. But you do get something at twenty five dollars. It looks like mm-hmm. so. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in that, we'll we'll link to that in the uh, the show notes and everything. Um, Mike wants everyone to give at least five dollars. So. It's true. Other than Veronica Mars, they're the most funded television show in Kickstarter history. I love Veronica Mars. Yeah, they got five point three yeah. million. I think. Yeah. If they complete their entire goal, they'll be the most funded by two hundred k. And I feel know, like Mike, they should. And yeah. and Mike's no stranger to uh, to paying up for things like this. You know. Yeah. He he did pay for Sinbad to come onto the show for us. So it's true. To come onto yeah. our tweet. In fact, I wish I had the hundred dollars back so I could give <laughs> this campaign. 
I'm sorry, Simbad, no. but Simbad, I haven't seen you're any, hurting Simbad's feelings. I haven't there. seen any new content from Simbad since like <laughs> since a while. 2004. <laughs> so oh, you're gosh. gonna have you're gonna have to turn up the heat, Simbad. I want to see a Simbad Kickstarter. <laughs> Let's do a stand up. Let's do Jingle All the Way Two. <laughs> Let's do that? the Cherokee Kid Two. I would love to see that first that daughter too. Yeah. Cherokee Kid, he played a cowboy in that movie. Wow, I don't know anything about that one. It was a very good movie. I recommend watching it. Well, let's talk about another TV show that they're bringing back. Is this your segue? Because I'm sorry I didn't mean to overstep you. It's okay, it's okay, it's fine. I know you are. Um, So it looks like we might be getting a reboot of Tremors. But wait! Oh, yeah. There's more. Yeah, there's more. Featuring Kevin Bacon as the the star and the executive (laughs) producer. Will he be Valentine again? I yeah, think if he's so. coming. Yeah, he's no. I, actually, I think they're rebooting the whole thing. Is what I believe I read. Well, he can, he can play the part of the old guy that dies <laughs> on the tower now. Yeah, oh, he's or the he's partner. Gotten pretty old. Well, I mean, his part. Well, his partner wasn't Bert. that old. Yeah. Bert wasn't that old. Well, he's considerably older than Kevin Bacon. Maybe was like at the time. Yeah. ten years. Ten. I mean, they've kind of played it up to about twenty, ten, twenty years difference. Yeah. He if they should bring him back because. If he looks anything like he did in Joe Dirt, he's perfect. Yeah. I got really excited because I was reading over this, and I thought it said, and we got Reba McIntyre back. But it well, said, can we get Reba McIntyre back? I don't back? care. Reba McIntyre, <laughs> I, I, want, I, want, I want the other guy I want back. Michael Gross back. Is that, the, is that her husband? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bert, the dad from yeah. uh, Family Ties. Yeah. And I want to bring back the, the guy from The Golden Child. He was in it, too. He ran the store. No, he died in the first one. Yeah. I know. Bring him back. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, re- they're if it's a reboot. Yeah, they're rebooting. I mean, right. they, you know who, there you know are who giant prehistoric worms. They could probably bring in Black Magic and bring them back. <laughs> they should bring uh, Michael J. Fox in it, too, because it's called Tremors. <gasps> he would never be able to sense when they're coming, wow. though. He would die first. Yeah, that's true. He'd probably set it off. To where yeah, like because he would be on the ground them. just shaking, and then if he would notify <laughs> the graboids. That he, would attract, there. he would attract them all. It's true. Uh, well, you know, I'm actually kind of disappointed because I did not realize that they're up to Tremors 5 now. I didn't see 3 f- or 4. I don't know if 4 or 5 exists. I knew 3 did. Uh, so Yeah, 4 is, I think. No, we should make a Tremors movie. It's like the prequel. Number 4 is Michael oh. Bay. Yeah, oh, yeah. The Explosions, no, yeah. The, the Tremor 4 is, was like that Western yeah. one. Okay, yeah, it was yeah. the prequel. And then 5 is so, Bloodlines yeah. with Jamie Kennedy and they go to Africa. That sounds Somebody really knows their Tremors history. I own the first four. I haven't seen the fifth one. <laughs> I own the first. I don't know. Four. They if go bad is- after the first. Like halfway through the first one, they go bad. I don't. I don't know if that should be a, a a matter of pride that that you sounded like you had for this. Or he's, I like bad it, movies. He said it very, uh, very nonchalantly. <laughs> kind of like that would be There's like a tinge yeah, of yeah, pride, yeah. though. Yeah. There's yeah. a tinge of pride. I have all four of them. I haven't seen yeah. the fifth. I don't have the yeah, fifth. Yeah, but I haven't seen the shit. fifth. Yeah, it's like I was reading the reviews on IMDb, and I just don't know. You know, like and Ebert. Charles Garrett Devereaux. First four trimmers. Trimmer Solid. <laughs> fifth one's a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, they use a punt gun in the fourth one, so it's pretty cool. And did you say Jamie Foxx <coughs> or Jamie Kennedy? Jamie, Jamie Kennedy. Kennedy. <laughs> He's Bert's long lost son. He's Bert's long lost son. Because <laughs> I thought you meant Jamie Fox at first, but I'm like, oh, it would have been better. But then I got to thinking, it's like Jamie Fox is still pretty like up there. Like, yeah, he must have meant Jamie I think, Kennedy. I think Jamie Fox is Bert's long lost son would be even more entertaining though. Oh uh, yeah, mm-hmm. he would. 
<laughs> Lionel Joseph. I haven't seen him forever. <laughs> okay, let's, let's let's move on. Let's move on from graboids. So this TV show. there's been a lot of aliens talk going on. Yeah, have you guys? Um, have you guys untangled this web? Sort of. I okay. don't think so because it's he was, gotten really confusing. He was trying to tell me. He's trying to explain it to me, but every sentence he had in it in a question mark. So I was like, <laughs> what is going on here? You're not telling me anything. So Neil Blomkamp was going to be doing Aliens 5. Oh, yes. let me guess. He de-asked the project already. No, no, no. no, he no. He's no. still attached. He's still into it. Oh, yeah. But Charles is like, no, no, no. So apparently Tremors and Aliens is... <laughs> no, because things. it was... Blomkamp was scheduled to do the fifth one, mm-hmm. and then Ridley Scott's like, hey, I'm doing uh, Paradise Loss. Yeah, Prometheus 2. Uh, the Paradise Lost one, yeah. But now the name has changed. Yeah, to um, Aliens Covenant. I think is that what sounds it was. silly. Yeah, and this and to be like, it's going that's to be. All I'm going to say is that sounds silly. It's going to be a trilogy, which well, pushes why? back. Blonde. We are in the middle of a trilogy. <laughs> we are in the middle of a trilogy. How that is not. <laughs> No, <laughs> you can't do that. You, you, you can't like now, Ridley they, Scott breaks all is, the rules. That is not a trilogy. Okay, so that, is he that, still doing no. the, the Prometheus <laughs> no. two and then the I trilogy? No, no. no. So it's trilogy now. No, that's like it's a sex. Not, yeah, it's this like, is the like beginning a, of a trilogy. Uh, sex was, yeah, so it's the prequel trilogy. Hey, I don't we're even all talking know. over Mike. Oh, okay. Mike. okay, sorry, so sorry. Like, go ahead, Mike. Go with your point. This is. My yeah, it's point bullshit. Is, is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I pretty much said all I wanted to say. I'm just being pissed off in the background of of your, you know, conversation. People can actually appreciate. But I mean, it, I lost my shoe. That's how mad I am. But wouldn't the wouldn't the Alien versus Predators finish off? It's like way the be, last way trilogy. Don't touch it. It probably stinks. I'm, That's what she said. <laughs> wow. Um. Oh gosh. So. I don't even know. I think Ridley Scott's become one of those crazy old men mm-hmm. that just—he's <laughs> just gonna do what he's gonna do. Oh, so he's George he, Lucas yeah. now, and this is, this so is gonna be his prequels. Well, I hope he has enough white tennis shoes and stonewashed jeans if he's gonna be George <laughs> Lucas. Shirts. Oh God, now, he dresses like like a science teacher from 1987. Or eighty eight is that better? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm trying to remember my science teacher from then. Uh, Mr. Lucas, I I spilled calcium bicarbonate all over the floor. Um, so here's a quote by um. I don't know if this is going to help unravel anything. A quotation by uh, Ridley Scott. It's a very crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very complex story. It's an evolution of what I first did with Prometheus One. Prometheus One so was long ago. Prometheus One was born out of my frustration on that on Alien One in 1979. I only did one, as I don't normally do sequels. I was amazed that in the, so the three that followed, <laughs> I was amazed that in the three that followed, that no one asked the question, "Why the alien? Who made it, and why?" Very basic questions. So I came up with the notion of Prometheus 1, which starts to indicate who might have made it and where it came from. It's it's an alien. This doesn't answer any of our questions. This guy, Jesus, like God. That's never been something I've wondered. It's a sentient humanoid, humanoid in huge quotes species. 
the, you don't create those. I mean, you can, but <laughs> I I don't recommend playing God. Although and that's uh, what happens when you do, Mike. Well, I mean, I, I guess it was pretty cool because the whole idea of Prometheus, spoiler alert, was that there was a forerunner race of super advanced being who created life on multiple planets. Yeah. And the whole idea, the aliens did this because well, I guess whatever they did got out of, went out of control or something. That's such an original idea. <laughs> In science fiction, I didn't think Prometheus was bad. No. A lot, it got a lot of crap. No, but I, I thought it was a good. I film. liked Prometheus. It's just Ridley Scott has lost his goddamn mind. Yeah, yeah. Tr- if we are in the middle of a trilogy, and he's doing another trilogy. That makes no sense. And also, I might be dead. Neil Blomkamp might be dead. Before. He's not. He's not going to do it at this point. He's what not going to wait that long. What trilogy are we in the middle of? Prometheus. Prometheus was originally is one. A trilogy. Yeah, and then so so he's, <laughs> he's saying he wants do, to do another. He's starting trilogy a trilogy with Covenant. in the middle of this trilogy. Oh, what would so? So you have the a Alien Paradise Lost is not. Wait, 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 wait! You have a prequel. You have a sequel. What's the middle? What's this one that's done in the middle oh of another? God, this is just wait, wait, wait. I don't. No. So but, if you have well, a well, you have a movie Prometheus. No, no, no! You have wait, a movie. Yes. You have a prequel that's before it. Yes. You have a sequel that's after it. What if you put one right in the middle? What is that called? One, I guess <laughs> it's a limited uh, series. Yeah. Wait, I don't wait, know. That, no, no, you don't have. A movie, a prequel, a movie. You just put the prequel this before is, the first one. And then this is going like, it's like a comic book thing. It's like here's yeah. all the tie-in issues that you need. And now Ooh, we're going to, to re- retcon it. Yeah, and we're going <laughs> to retcon it in the middle of our other. We've got going our on. event. We've got our event comic, but here's the side issues that you need for it. And we're going to retcon everything in this other side issue that you have See, to like, buy. I could understand if movies were super cheap to make now due to technological advancement, but they're not. Yeah. So it's like these giant two-year undertakings and, to make a bunch of continuity w- weirdness. And here's the question. Who's throwing this kind of money at Ridley Scott at this point? I don't know. I'm glad. Well, I mean, Ridley Ridley Scott has some good shit under his belt. Granted, he's had some turds in the last few years. That's what I mean. I mean, but I mean, mean, but you're not going to go up to Ridley Scott and you know and not give him money because who knows? At this point, you're giving him money for five movies. Yeah, five. If he's got to finish out the Prometheus trilogy, no, 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 no. He's he's doing this other thing. I think this is part of the the Prometheus trilogy is scratched. This is a trilogy from here on out. This is the first of the so trilogy. It's a quadrilogy. Yes. That's what it sounds like to me. So it's going to tie him with Prometheus. Yes. But okay, that, he's that's, just, for okay. whatever, because he's old and crazy, he's not even considering that part of the trilogy. He's like, okay, this next story that I have to tell after Prometheus 1 is a trilogy. Does that make sense? So I think he's just using the word trilogy because people understand that. And that's what no, what he's wants. basically doing is he's he's putting an extra movie on it and closely tying those three movies together to the original. Yeah, that's what it sounds because like. Because okay. I know Michael Fassbender is going to be in it. I know Naomi Rush is going to be in it. Uh, you know, so it it's a quadrilogy. I was interested in seeing the um the bomb camp uh, aliens. I don't yeah, know if that's going mean, to happen now. It, it won't. No, no, because this is the same thing that happens. Especially if he has is, to wait five yeah. m- or three movies to do it. Three, uh, Yeah, three movies, minimum two years development apiece. That's yeah. a decade, yeah. basically, because uh, six years is best case scenario. In a decade, yeah. Neil Blomkamp's going to be a completely different director. Yeah. yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna, he will have moved on. 
um, yeah. Maybe so Warcraft will be out. Maybe we'll. Yeah, maybe. So uh, let's do the same thing here and go ahead and move on. Uh, we got a trailer to an interesting movie. Uh, Jeff Nichols is the director of um, Mud that you had talked about, Mike. That you would Love really enjoy. Good movie. Love Mud. Um, this new trailer is called Midnight Special. It's written by and directed by N- Jeff Nichols, and it looks like it is a child with special powers. He has um, psychic powers. It looks like like le- le- that can manifest physically, like uh, telekinesis, uh, shockwaves of some kind. But when it happens, uh, light I guess comes out of his eyes, eyes and mouth. So I don't know if that's a form of energy or whatnot. Like they haven't. The trailer is really I cryptic. It, yeah, it seems like the the glasses he has on kind of contains the power a bit. Which I don't know yeah. if it's even that. It just looks. It kind of to me just looks like something or a kid would put it. on. Just to be like, it's, oh, maybe it's this will protect it or, people. Or keeping people. I think it might be hiding it because his eyes always look really swollen. Yeah. Uh, and on top of that, like he can have them off. So what's the point of wearing him if they don't stop anything? I mean, they could yeah. be UV. Well, again, I, I mean, th- that could be radiation. Who I, knows what I, he is. I, it looks to me like something that a kid that age would put on to protect people. Like, oh, maybe this will protect people. I have goggles. Because it looked like swimming goggles to me. They were. I mean, it, well, he was dressed kind of like like it was a superhero outfit as well. Yeah. 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 So he could have just been dressed There's just part of it that kind of, because um, when I came in and I asked Gray about the trailer, I was like, is this kind of a Stephen King thing too? Because uh, they mentioned the farm in it, and that was, I think, something that they uh had during the fire starter or something like that but apparently it's not but it's um i don't know seems interesting i'm curious to see it what it seems very stephen king-esque at least yeah at least some some of his stuff yeah but yeah it looks like an uh interesting thing so we'll put the uh the trailer for that in the uh the show yeah i mean the trailer well. looks interesting uh but with the director writing and and what he's done in the past you know even if it looked worse i would still give it a go well, we got one other trailer this week. <coughs> um, Captain America: Civil War, Captain America Three. Yeah. Uh, the trailer for that was released. Uh, initial reactions, everyone. Badass. Uh, yeah, really badass. Good. Yeah, it looks I'm, really good. I'm surprised at. I'm surprised how I felt about. Um, just. There, there's a couple. There's a couple lines in there, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's my friend, and yeah, Tony's and like, Tony's well, like, I was your friend, I was your too. friend too, yeah. And then um, just that beatdown that uh, Cap and Winter Soldier were given Iron Man at the end. <clears throat> there and was, they're not playing. No, they are no. beating the crap out. of There was a lot of action stuff in that trailer. There was the the double kick that Cap does to like a soldier. Mm-hmm. There's that the two people that. Uh, Falcon takes down. Yeah. There's the point where uh, it looks like Winter Soldier is trying to rip out the arc reactor from one of the Iron yeah. Man suits. The, that's uh, or was it Tony. War Machines? Or no, that, uh, was uh, that was Tony's. There's Tony's a War Machine laying on the ground With looking dead. Ripped There's open. There's the, um, the fight scenes and just um, Black Panther in general. Yeah, and you see the uh, the lineups for the teams. Well, some of them. Yeah, Vision because you don't, see, you don't see Vision. Um, you don't see Ant-Man. Well, he was probably Vicky Tuff. Vision was no, no. Ant Man. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. So you don't see Vision, you don't see Ant Man, um, and Spider Man. We know is in the film, but we don't know where or what capacity. Yeah, uh, they've yeah. said he's going to be more than just an after, you know, one of the after trailer or after, after credits. credits scenes. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> so he has General a, Ross is back. From General the Ross Incredible is in Hulk. it, which is awesome. Yep. Um, there there was just a lot going on. And they didn't in show the crossbones film. either. They didn't show crossbones. They didn't show any villains. It was all no. it was all heroes. Yep. Yeah. Um, unless you count General Ross, but yeah, you know. go either way, I guess, yeah. with him. But yeah, uh, it looks. Um, the last Captain America film was so good, and this is still the Russo brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm expecting really good things from it. Yeah, Mike, what were your initial reactions on everything? Uh, I thought it looked gorgeous. Uh, I really hate to see the team break up like this, but I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I guess you know, with comics, they're supposed to, but uh, visually, it looked great. Uh, I, you know, we get a. Uh, I think the Winter Soldier character got a lot of flack, but I think I like the character, you yeah, know, yeah. and I, th- I, uh, I like, I, lo- I love redemption stories, you know, when someone, you know, we used to be a villain. I really enjoy that. Yeah. So I think that's good. You know, he has a lot of heart, it seems, and so does Cap, and this is something they believe in, you know, and because I think you know, the whole, the whole idea of Captain America, I think, especially in the movies is he's, uh, he's an old fish in modern waters, you know, like fish out of water story. Yeah. And it's his, like, you know, I guess he represents the idealized view of the past that we have and, you know, about personal responsibility and everything and, you know, personal freedoms. And, you know, Tony Stark has a very, uh, very opposite. He has a more modern worldview. Yeah. You know, and that's, I guess that's basically what it is, you know, and Civil War originally was is the clashing of ideologies. Uh, But, I mean, there was also really cool when they were beating up Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. I, I oh, think yeah. the um, the one thing I don't like right now is like all the memes and yeah. everything. It, they're they're really oversimplifying what it's about. Yeah, that's because that's the other thing I'll see on the internet all the time is I'll see people be like, "Oh, in the comic books, it was very cut and dry that Captain America was on the right side and." Iron Man wasn't. It doesn't look like that in the movies. And I'm like, you missed the whole point of the comic series. That comic series was like not well written. Um, People were really out of character. But I've always felt like you're kind of pushed to like Captain America a little bit more. But when you really look into everything and like read the comics, there is no cut and dry right or wrong person. No. Iron Man is Iron Man gets a little more like crazy, out of control, willing to do really screwed up I, things. I don't think he is. Yeah. Well, I when think he caps <laughs> the one that goes and does the really he does things like clones Thor and that was done gets bad guys. Him. That's true. Uh, the bad guys thing was a, is another it. It's a necessity thing at that point. Because they're so outmanned. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> I I was definitely anti-registration. Yeah. And still am. But, I mean, if you're going to go back to that. Yeah. But um, Tony gets a bad rap for that yeah. kind of stuff. But those were kind of some necessity things that had been put in place in advance. Yeah. Um, well, and that's a, I, I don't remember what comic it was in, but I remember reading multiple times him talking about not that he's like can see into the future but he's a visionary and he could tell something had to be done and this was the yeah, best thing he could come up ourselves. with that um 
anything else other than this was going to be really bad. Yeah. And there's some other stuff, too. If you read the comic books that go up before that, uh, especially the Spider-Man books, mm -hmm. um, you see where uh, Spider-Man is starting to work for Stark Industries. Stark Industries, yeah. And Tony's getting government reports. He's getting these congressional hearings and and papers from that stuff Mm -hmm. where he's seeing what the government is going to put into place if they yes. if yeah. the registration does not is, go through. Is that is he the head of Shield at that point? No, he no, becomes the Shield head of Shield after Civil okay. War. Okay. Um and Civil War is kind of like the the breakdown of the Marvel universe cuz right yeah. after, it's after Civil War that the uh, Secret Invasion happens. Yep. Um and so there's all this distrust on all the heroes and everything else. How recent Civil War? Like, like 10 years ago? I think so, yeah. It seems like it. So it was really, so it was really wait, wait, wait. Recent. I thought I thought 0405 was AVX. No. No, that was that's AVX longer? AVX was tw- 2012, 2013. It was like... AVX was... The, oh, is it that AVX recent? AVX was the, was the impetus for the Marvel Now stuff. Oh, okay. Uncanny Avengers and all that stuff. Okay, I thought it was longer ago. No. Okay. I think it was like closer to 06. Like maybe. Maybe... Oh five oh six. Oh five oh six for Civil War. Yeah, and then so it was relatively invasion. recent. Yeah. yeah, it's the last ten years. I mean, ten years in comic time. That's well, that's a lot of time. But like a lot of the a lot of the big, like just when I remember comics, you know, when I was into them, I guess when I was younger, uh, a lot of those big events were the late nineties. So, yeah. and because I have no idea from that point on to now, I'm just kind of have a shot in the dark. It was probably in the last fifteen years. Yeah, but it's. Um, I, I think the trailer had to oversimplify it. I don't think it's as simplified in well, the movie. Well, I mean, look at Winter. I mean, Winter Soldier brought up a lot of great points as well. You know, when it was more, it, it, I, I feel like the the newer the Russo brothers Captain America movies are like think uh, the Thinking Man's Hero movies, and I don't yeah. mean that like in a in like you know hoity toity or no, better yeah. than kind of way. I just feel like that. But in order to market that, you have to market it simply, yeah. and, and you're gonna you're gonna show Captain America, and War Machine, and you're gonna show Iron Man. You're gonna show them all beating the shit out of each other. Well, and and with um, Winter Soldier, it worked so well. Um, <clears throat> so we recently had the uh, Age of Ultron, and we um, not Wheaton, um, Weldon, Wilt. What is the Whedon. guy's name? Whedon. Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. Why am I can? Oh gosh, I can't think of his name. Anyway, he was very public about like this was a very difficult film for me to do. I don't want to do one with this many characters like, like this, you know. Again, um, so I'm interested to see what the Russo brothers can do because they're already signed up to do um, Infinity, War. Infinity Wars one and two, one and two, which is going to be everyone. Yeah. So um, we'll see how it. If the trailer has anything to say about it, and the last uh, film that they did, um, the Captain America Two Winter Soldier, that can be pretty cool. So I want to yeah. see how all Winter of these Soldier folder. handled a lot of characters going. It on. really did. It really did. So, and I thought I thought it was the best portrayal of um, Black Widow that we've gotten so far in yeah. the cinematic universe. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't just on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so and I don't think she's going to be in this one either. No, yeah, she's no, she's, she's, in, she's in it. Well, no, no, I meant like she isn't going to be. A, she's on not the back be prevalent. Oh no, she's going to be yeah, front and center in this next movie. 
one one other thing that I forgot to mention, uh, I went to mention, and then we got backtracked again. Um, Fox released their um, list of movies that are going to be coming out, and Fantastic Four two oh, yeah. is not on that list anymore. To yep. everyone's surprise, shocked and surprised. Yeah, and of course the internet exploded with "Just give it back to Marvel," blah. But uh, I mean, they. I, I think, think at this point they have eight years. Five years, four years, something. They have a, a relatively large amount of time before they, they even have to touch it again. They should cut the same deal Sony did and just go with it. Uh, I'm pretty sure Marvel would, Disney would be willing to give a hefty chunk of money, a handsome sum, um, just to get it back. And I mean, Sony. I mean, uh, Fox I don't think they need a hefty sum. I, I mean, it's just hey, we co-produce like we're doing Spider-Man. Well, they on apparently Sony. have such a bad relationship with each other. That it might out. have to be a hefty sum of money. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm so. s- you know, because I think th- uh, I think they spent 121 million to make that movie, and I believe globally it pulled in 140 million. Yeah, which is Those rights are useless. Yeah, the, there's there's to no, them there's no money uh, value to Fox for that. Mm-mm. None. But there's a ton to Marvel. Yeah, not really. Uh, what. With what I, they can I, do with the property, yeah. Like no. I, I don't even I don't even think that if Marvel had a hand I in don't it, would it be any good? That's 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 Th- my point. That's exactly. what I'm saying. They get Galactus back. They get uh, like all the villains, uh, um, Silver Surfer, the Scroll, all of Annihilate. that. Annihilate. Annihilate. Yeah. They get all of that but back. The Mole thing Man. is, nobody gives a crap about any of those characters. That is true. Yet the the general public doesn't care. No. Yeah, but again, I know you're the general public. Yet. The general public didn't care about um, Guardians of the Galaxy. No, until but a good writer was put on with Captain yeah. America. Like, who? yeah. So my point is, those rights are useless to anybody right now. Oh, uh, I if get they, what he's saying. I get what he's about to say. Okay, people don't care about that. People yeah. are going to see. Oh, another Fantastic Four movie. Whoopie freaking do! Oh. Yeah, yeah, the other ones had Marvel at the front of it too. General, the yeah. general public doesn't is know the go, difference. They've been burned three Marvel, times. Exactly. They're yeah. they don't care. They don't know the difference between the Marvel Studios the, and Fox. Exactly. Yep. The only thing that a uh, the best thing that can happen f- for Fantastic Four is just slide them in with everybody. That's else. what yes. I'm saying. No, that's yeah, what they do as a movie. Just no. background characters. That's what I completely agree with. They're, they need to do two things. They need to get star-worthy actors, you know, because no more unknowns or no more young people, you know. Like, no more this is your second film. Yeah, l- l- let's get an RDJ in there. Let's get, you know, a Jeremy Renner. Like, a lot of these people acting in these movies are, like, Academy Award nominated at least. Yeah. But yeah. the fanta- they're not interesting, though. But I th- I they th- do them right. If they're well, done right, they are. I agree. And what, what TJ was saying is, you know, first, they need to get the stars in there. And second, they need to be support characters in the current Marvel movies. And then in about four to five years, when they've built up, you know, good writing, solid characters. Because, I mean, would a Black-, Black Widow movie would probably work now. It wouldn't have worked when it came when yeah, you know when she premiered Iron, Iron Man, Man 2. Two. No. no, they have to build that character up, and once they do that, you know, I feel like they can make a good movie. Yeah, but they haven't yet because they like I think they're still trying to build that. We they're still haven't gotten build, a Hawkeye movie. They're still trying to build Fantastic Four as a superhero movie, and it's yeah. not. 
No. If you want a good Fantastic Four movie, I've said it time and time and time again, watch The, the Incredibles. Incredibles. Yeah. And, but, uh, but there are so many extra characters that come along with Fantastic Four, and having Reed Richards as part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is huge. Yeah. I mean, I, if I was... I'm not going to come... If I was Disney, I wouldn't be going to Fox and going, here's a billion dollars for Fantastic Four. Oh, no. It's not worth no. that. No. no. I would say, here's $250 million for Fantastic Four rights. Yeah. That's double what your last movie made. Yeah, exactly. That's double what your next one will make. Or even, we'll give you the same amount every Fantastic Four movie has ever made. Yeah. That's still not an obnoxious yeah. amount so of money. So 300 million. <laughs> Here's 300 million. <coughs> we'll sign sign the rights over. And you're when you the billion dollar or whatever, that's when you start talking X-Men. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I man, I could, Well, and they I want the TV even, rights real bad to do the X-Men shows. They've already announced all that. I don't So I wonder I, if something's been going on for a while. Like the Spider-Man stuff with Sony, everyone acted like, you know, denying stuff, nothing's going on, blah, 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 blah. Um, weird things kept being announced at Sony, and then all of a sudden, oh, well, now we're working with Marvel. I think, I think uh, Disney and Fox have been talking for quite a bit I about so Fantastic too. Four. I think it's probably a done deal. It probably is. Um, that's, that's the way I feel about it. And I'm, I don't want a pop... X-Men Apocalypse to fail or yeah. Gambit to fail. Oh, Gambit. Exactly. I but I don't thing. or Deadpool even cuz I don't want them to fail, but I just I want them to cut that same deal Sony did with yeah, with Marvel about okay, you guys put your writers and mm-hmm. and your actors that you guys pick into this movie. Yeah. We get all the money from the movie going out. You can use the characters you in your can movie. Use characters in your movie and stuff. Yeah. I don't see that happening anytime soon. With I don't X-Men. see it happening. But and if they actually, go- honestly, X Men is the one property that I feel like can stand alone, and the Marvel Cinematic Universe isn't hurting wildly for. My heart is hurting for it. Is what it is. I want I to would, see Marvel do the X Men. I don't, I don't I think would. it should happen. Well, I, I think I don't. Let me rephrase that. I don't feel. I feel that movies can't support that type of cast. Like, every single person. I mean, I th- no, like, well, I well mean, like, as a casual moviegoer, I don't think Reed Richards needs to be in the Marvel Universe because we already have a smart scientist. If you have two smart scientists, that's well, going to confuse people. Well, you'd be at three people. at that point. Yeah, because you, you had Banner yeah. and Stark going back and forth. Well, now you have... Um, then Richards um, is there, you have all three. That'd Black be Panther, too. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to. Well, I mean, him. they can differentiate, but I don't know, but it's like it just seems like that would be too many people on screen. I mean, if Joss if Joss Whedon Well, I'm just you thinking know, of it, is having a having a problem with If a, Joss a Whedon that person. did Buffy and did Firefly, like all of these are ensemble casts of large amounts of people. I um, would <laughs> Tell me that you wouldn't pay good money to see a new Avengers Lineup cat or cast lineup with Captain America, Iron Man, Wolverine, Spider Man. Uh, who else was on that lineup? I think it was uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage was on it, and uh, 
Well, Jessica Jones was on it for a while. Was Iron Fist on that one too? I no, it wasn't so. Iron Fist. It was some other like criminal type person. Cause yeah. <coughs> Joe. Uh, Jonah Jameson. The only two like classic Avengers on the team, Captain America and Iron was Man. Captain America and Iron Man. Everybody else was kind of like these kind of shady type characters. Carol, was she? No, she she showed up. Okay. Just kind of like give her blessing type oh. thing to it. But um, I would man, yeah, I would pay good money to see that lineup going out. Well, and we have Strange coming up, so yeah, him on there. We Avengers got some Strange later too. <laughs> All right, I think that's it for the news. We can wrap this up. Yep, that's a pretty extensive conversation. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about. We're gonna actually do a segment instead of just the news, guys. A segment. Why we like the things we like. Well, welcome back, guys, from the break. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Uh, right now, we are going to bring up a uh, small segment called Why You Like the Things You Like. So what that pretty much means is we're going to do a little roundtable. We're going to mention a character uh, from really anything that you enjoy, something that kind of sticks, like uh, just as an example, like I'm a big RoboCop fan. Like I mention RoboCop a lot. Why do I mention RoboCop? Why is RoboCop, you know, my thing? Why do I love Time Cop so much? Why do I love anything? I probably love cops. 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 Hot cops. Like cop and a half. (laughs) Or busty cops. (laughs) (laughs) 11.30 p.m. Cinemax 10 years ago. Love that busty cops. So, uh, we're going to start it off. And we're going to pick TJ. Start us up. Okay, so save the best for last. <laughs> the the original impetus for the question was raised like, why do you like uh, Galvatron over Megatron? Um, as far as Transformers go, yeah. Um, Both me and TJ are Transformers fans. I am nowhere near <laughs> the enthusiast that tra- uh, TJ. No one is. in this room is. No, 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 no. No, really. no one that I have met is. No. Um, but. I've I've always you know I watched a lot of the cartoons when I was a kid. I watched through all of the cartoons, uh, the the original um, yeah. series and everything, and the movie and everything, and definitely really liked the character. Um, but yeah, that was okay. One of the things that I was interested in knowing. Okay, um, so apparently I'm not good at intros because you guys need to supplement my intros. No, we're just with kind of information. Given it, it's okay. My feelings aren't it. hurt. <laughs> um. See you at work tomorrow. <laughs> anyway, um, so Megatron in the original cartoon is kind of the stereotypical 80s cartoon villain. Yeah, like a, megalo- a megalomaniac. Yeah, exactly. He's got this dastardly plot. Um, he's <laughs> going to destroy the whole Earth to get the energy from it to repower Cybertron or some some crazy thing like that. And you know how it's going to work. He's just... He's going to be foiled by Optimus yeah, he's Prime be and probably Starscream. Yeah, uh, <laughs> surrounded by... Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Starscream's and, incompetence. And you always sit there and you wonder, why does he do this? Why doesn't he revisit some of these plans? Or why doesn't... You know, this plan would have worked. All he's got to do is just do it's it again. Iron out the deets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But no, he comes up with his new plan of the week. He, you know, 
Oh, the Autobots are quick, just sinking in quicksand. Well, I'll just fly off and leave them there, and we'll just set our little like spy bird uh, to watch. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, he is. He's a busy man. He has so, things to do. Well, I'm just saying, it just it reeks of incompetence. And yes, Megatron um, is basically a joke. Yeah, Megatron's a joke. He gets uh, in the movie Optimus Prime beats him down pretty bad. Yeah. He gets reformatted by Unicron into Galvatron. Mm -hmm. Uh, During the course of the movie, he gets uh, thrown out of Unicron and lands on a planet called Thrall. Um, He lands in a plasma bath. Uh, It's just... And so the plasma energy distorts his brain circuits and he goes insane. And that's why I like Galvatron more because he's his plans don't work, mm-hmm. but there's a reason for it, and he's just much more entertaining to watch. Yeah. Um, my favorite episode of Transformers uh, with Galvatron in it is called Web World. Mm-hmm. The Decepticons have got to the point where they're tired of the the beginning of the episode. Um, the Autobots are mining energy on his planetoid. Galvatron shows up with some of his warriors. They go to attack the Autobots to get the, to stop them. Galvatron takes out more of his own troops trying to shoot the <laughs> Autobots than the Autobots do. Um, they bring him back, and they go to... Uh, Cyclonus is his, uh, his second-in-command. And the other Decepticons go to Cyclonus and, like, you need to do something about this. <laughs> about your balls. If you don't do <laughs> about something about this, we're going to do something about both of you. <laughs> and then the Quintessons show up, and they're like, hey, you need to take him to this place called Web World. And it's basically a giant psychiatric hospital. For robots? For any oh, okay. any alien. Any, okay. So they take him there, and <clears throat> it's except for the first couple of minutes, there are no Autobots in the whole episode. Mm-hmm. It's Cyclonus is taking Galvatron there, and it's Galvatron's exploits through the different therapies that they're putting him through, um, like create like uh, cra- arts and crafts. Uh-huh. He cre- they take his cannon from him, so he creates a pistol and starts shooting everybody. <laughs> um, eventually, uh, their final solution is to lobotomize him. They'll attach him to the planet's neural core, and. Galvatron's so insane that when they attach him to the neural core, it makes the planet go crazy. Gosh. And it's just it's just one just hilarious scene after another. I I think Galvatron's much more entertaining to watch. I thought you liked Transformers for the robots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not for the, the Psychiatric. Yucks. It, the yucks. It is hilarious. This is like what about Bob, the cartoon? <laughs> it's 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 pretty close. That, that episode is pretty close to that. Richard Dreyfus Khan, and um. So what, what? What? Which Transformers is that on? That's the. That's in season three of the original series. Maybe I did season three all of those when the writers stopped I don't giving remember a that. shit. No, uh, season three has some really good episodes. There's one. Uh, they, well, probably, they, they probably got that loose cannon on the writing staff who's like, <laughs> let's switch it up. Well, there, there is a little bit of that. Um, during the movie, they killed Optimus Prime off, right? Yeah. yeah. Children go nuts. You know, they're locking themselves in closets and everything else. 
three episodes, well, technically eight, but about three episodes into mm-hmm. season three, there there's an episode called Dark Awakening. Um, <laughs> they resurrect Optimus Prime as kind of a zombie, zombie Autobot. Robot. He betrays the Autobots, and they blow him up at the end of the movie. <laughs> the so the it's episode. like insult so like, to injury. <laughs> exactly. So, I did watch that one. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I yeah. saw that. They made it. They made it into a movie. It's called The Lazarus Effect. It just <laughs> anyway. came out. But um, you should watch it. So you know, there's a there's a lot of the behind the scenes things that gotcha. happen with Transformers. But Galvatron's just much more entertaining to watch than Megatron because at least you know why Galvatron's plans are failed. He's <clears throat> no pretty crazy. He's crazy. pretty insane. Yeah. But does do you, would you say Megatron's not? He you just no. I think. It just, I think Megatron's just incompetent. Gotcha. You know, it's um, he has a decent plan, and then because uh, I, I know, know in a lot of the other stuff, again, like you said, it's it's the the kind of '80s villain trope yeah. um, of of course him and his goons are gonna trip up his plan that he had that was yeah. either an insane this would never work in any point ever plan or. That's a pretty solid plan. Just try it again. Yeah, exactly. Um, but a lot of the other things that, like, Red and later on things of Megatron, he can be kind of terrifying. Yeah. Um, you know, it's... And again, it's different universes yeah. and stuff like that. But there's some versions of Megatron that are just really terrifying as far as Especially when you start getting off. in the IDW comics when they do their, like, the you get the... Um, the rise of Megatron and all of that. Yeah. His the, origin uh, story. The, um... They go real political with it. They really do. And they write Megatron in IDW as kind of a Lennon-type character. Yeah. Um, he's a worker. He's over, trying to overthrow the corrupt Autobot uh, government regime uh, to destroy a class system that's set up. And he makes some... And uh, after a uh, prison beating where he's almost killed... He decides, you know, violence is the only thing these guys understand, so I'm going to show them violence, and that's where his peace through tyranny comes from. Yeah. So. Very cool. Well, now I know. That was a hell of of an explanation. Yeah. Well, I've got one for you, Mike. Okay. I know you love Ghostbusters. I do love Ghostbusters. I'd like to know, like, uh, number one, who's your favorite Ghostbuster, and what is the thing with Ghostbusters? Because I love Ghostbusters, too. I grew up during the 80s. Of course I do. Um, But uh, you have a special connection to Ghostbusters. I would say it's really hard to explain because I don't quite know myself. Okay. Like, because I started liking Ghostbusters when... 1987 when I was two so there was something about it that just I can't explain it it just I don't know as as I've gotten older I mean nostalgia is still really good like the the nostalgia brings me back but I just feel like it's just it's just classic it's just entertaining you know Mm -hmm. like like I don't know like growing up with it it made sense but if you really look at like the movie from an adult standpoint, it's a really ludicrous idea. But <laughs> the original draft was way more ludicrous. But uh, <laughs> the fact that I know that is also ludicrous. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it proves how much you love Ghostbusters. But I mean, it's just so awesome. Like, you know, because like, I, I love ghosts. Like, I, 
that is true because you talk about a lot of the the paranormal and, and stuff. Like I'm just stuff. I don't I don't know no. why, but that stuff is very entertaining. Is to it me. because? Oh, here it comes. He's got a smirk on his face. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, do you think that might be because you had a, a real affection for Ghostbusters when you were two that you just really started leaning towards looking into the occult as well? I mean, that may be That's true. I mean, I guess like Ghostbusters is a uh, uh, a gateway movie to the devil, basically. No, I don't mean <laughs> it like that. No, I, mean, I, know, I know, I know. I was just <laughs> joking. Uh, I mean, that's very possible, but I've, I've, that, that's the thing. Like, I don't really f- see Ghostbusters as scary, though. No, it's not, uh, yeah. I don't mean it as scary, but as far as your interest in ghosts, period, because you, you do. You have a... Yeah. You really like that kind of stuff. I do, and I think I like the idea also of being able to, to combat that. You know, these guys take science, and they use it to, I guess, like, just... I don't. I guess it's quite like fight ghosts and monsters and things like that. I thought it's really cool, you know. Or just, I always liked the characters. I thought it was funny, you know. And I'm I'm a pretty stereotypical. I uh, Vankman's probably my favorite. Just always like the quips and you know I'm the jokester of the group pretty much. I mean everyone is, but I'm the funniest. So uh, <laughs> now another question. Sure. Is it just the movie? that you really liked or was it the animated series that kind of I loved the animated well? series when I was younger I loved it a lot uh, I try to get into it again and it's a little tough and I don't know why because I do find it entertaining but the I never see myself really good in it. it still though. it is I think I need to give it a few more episodes and kind of get back into it but I don't like I always thought the equipment was so cool like my big dream you know my, this is a pretty sad dream is to build a movie quality replica uh, proton pack and just wear yeah. it around and go pew at people. But yeah, although I think Vigo was pretty creepy. Yeah, Vigo was creepy. Yeah, Vigo was pretty creepy. He's, I think that's the. I don't know. I think he's an underrated villain. I I absolutely do. So people, I mean, I mean, I know, I know for a fact, Ghostbusters two was not as good as Ghostbusters one. But I, I, I wait, still really, really liked it. I think Vigo was a much better villain than Gozer was. I think so. You know, like, and Gozer was so strange and, like, it was so bizarre. Like, because they, they open up these, like, crazy-ass glass doors and here comes Pat Benatar rolling <laughs> down the steps of a Mayan ziggurat and there's two devil dogs just <laughs> hanging out barking with a red eye. It's just, it's it's such a crazy How did that scene. movie ever... <laughs> How did, How did that ever happen? That? <laughs> yeah, and then you know, the, then the and it's such an it's like a back of a metal album. It's like you must choose your own destroyer, <laughs> and you know, then of course they shit all over it, and you know, it's a giant Stave Puff Marshmallow Man coming to bring apocalypse and ruin to the human race, and they're able to roast him like a marshmallow that he is. <laughs> turn New York City into a giant disgusting s'more. <laughs> okay, so I asked my question and I got a good answer for it. Um, did you have a certain character that you wanted to talk about and talk about why you liked him? Well, I'm going to go ahead and do this and just be the guy who like, well, I'm going to take what you asked me and tell you something I want to talk about that might not be <laughs> directly related to the question. But I find myself like I like RoboCop, I like Terminator, I like mm-hmm. I really like mm-hmm. uh, Samus Aran from the Metroid series, the games in particular. But it seems like 
all the things I like involved uh, becoming superhuman through technical augmentation. It seems like, and I really can't explain it. Like the what like you think of Deus Ex. I like it, but I, I think it's more of like the suits like okay. type thing that I really gotcha. do. Because I, I I like mechs as well. Gotcha. Uh, I just love the designs. I love the idea of just like being like encased in a protective. I guess it's really deeper than I thought, but I don't know. <laughs> it, but it's just cool, like just like having heads up displays and stuff like that. That was how I I fantasized as a kid, you know, as uh, just like having all that power at my fingertips, uh-huh. you know, and exploring and being independent, you know, and just being an inherent badass. Because to me, a machine is indestructible compared to, you know, as a human, you're flesh and bone, you know, you're a fat nerd kid, or you could squeeze your tubby ass into this, uh, you know, this mechanized alien suit and just whip the shit out of everybody. Uh, And then go kick aliens' asses and get rich and be a bounty hunter. That's just, I don't know, it's always been cool to me, like, just being a badass for hire. (laughs) Uh, but I mean, that's pretty much uh, what I what I like. Like uh, the character I'm talking about was Samus Aran's particularly, because the whole idea behind the you know, the Metroid series. You know, she's a bounty hunter. She does her own thing. She was raised by this uh, race of aliens, Chozo. the Chozo. And really, I find that the things I like the most right now are paranormal and sci-fi, and I feel like those aren't going to go away. And now that I just kind of realized that those are both from my childhood. You know, ghosts and you know, uh, aliens and starships and things like that. So I guess that's kind of pointed my interest since I was a child. Right on. Wow. Self-discovery nerd to get laid. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what about you, Mr. Charles? Who's your character? I'm not going wrestling. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. Cause, I I'm mean, not going to do it. No, it's, I'm just thinking I'm about fighting it. fighting it. <laughs> no, it's because there's other options I have, and I'm just I'm trying to debate on two that I really like. Well, give us the two, and we'll vote. Uh, Data. Okay. From and Thanos. Do both. Yeah, go for it. We got time. You have thirty seconds. No, <laughs> he's got all the time he needs. Yeah, I mean, have to. Oh, yeah. okay, gotcha. Uh. Hmm. I guess I'll go with the, the easier of the two uh, with Thanos. Uh, it Pretty much it started, uh, buddy of mine let me borrow uh, Infinity Gauntlet back Classic. when it came out. I think I was maybe middle school, maybe high school when it came out. That was 90. What not? Was it 90? 90. 90, yeah. so uh, I was probably elementary school then middle school. Maybe. But remember so reading it, and old. it was kind of crazy. And then I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Stayed in comics a little bit. And then I think it was one of the Marvel superhero games the arcade oh yeah the fighting game yeah and i think thanos was either in the first one or the second one start playing him. the second one yeah and he was just broken and he was not balanced and he was just <laughs> it was he was fun to use always kind of liked it kept seeing a little bit here and there in comics and then probably about the last year or so getting back into it reread infinity gauntlet mm-hmm. infinity war then I got into uh, Infinity, mm-hmm. Thanos Imperative, and Thanos Rising. I love the backstory given with Thanos and uh, Thanos Rising. Thanos Rising, Rising was really Pretty good. Pretty much he was just crazy even as a kid. Yeah. Just killing things just to see how they work. Okay. 
death is going to happen. I love it. I want to see if I can what I can do with it. And it's just, I just I liked it. And he's just one of the better villains in Marvel. His plans don't always go out. Well, and that's part of part of him. Yeah. And it's just he's, I don't know. I've just I've always liked him. So tell us about Data then. He does have yeah. Data's kind of weak. Yeah. All right. Thanos is weak. Uh, Data's pretty much. I grew up on Star Trek with my mom. Mm -hmm. Next Gen was on syndication. Didn't really affect me. Then she got then. This is back when Columbia House was still around. Okay. Yeah. She started buying the series. Like every month, we started getting another VHS. Each one coming in. Great cast. The reason I liked Data was he was aspiring to be more than he could ever be. Mm-hmm. He was always trying to become better than himself. Yeah. Perfect being, but he wanted to be human. Yeah. He wanted to experience things that he truly could never experience. He wanted to grow. He wanted to mature. And it was literally just like watching a child growing and growing and growing. And that's why I always liked him. And just even with the interaction with Lore, mm-hmm. when he came along, he still couldn't evolve to that point because yeah. it's not who he could have been. Or yeah. it's not who he was. It wasn't in his nature, even though he was not sentient. Yeah. So, Measure of a Man's probably your favorite episode, Ooh. or close to. Which one is that again? The trial. They put data on trial to determine yeah. if he can determine his own destiny. I'd have to rewatch him again. It's been a long time that since I've seen the next That was really so good. good. Picard is his... Um, Picard's wait, is the defense attorney yeah. and Riker's his prosecutor. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay, because I was like, wait, Riker? And that scene yeah. where Riker just goes up there and just quick, and you just feel yeah. dirty. Yeah. And you're like, wow. Man, some of those episodes were just... Okay, that is coming back. So good. I remember yeah. a little bit of that. Yeah. And I did like the Sherlock ones. The Sherlock ones. Oh, gosh, really yeah. The Sherlock and Moriarty and all that. Those were so good. They're they're kind of still ridiculous. Um, Holodeck make make a program a, yeah. that Data cannot figure out. Make an original story. Yeah, and Moriarty starts taking over the Enterprise. Yeah, those are so good. All the Sherlock ones, especially when the whole cast gets involved and everything. Data was always one of like Data is definitely one of the very likable characters on Star Trek. Even if you like yeah had your favorite, you still it liked even Data. The, I think it was like the first few, like it was the very first couple episodes when uh, Riker finds him in the holodeck. He's trying to whistle. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. they tie it back at the end of Nemesis, the last yeah. movie they ever did, with before trying to do it. No, it's Picard who finds it because he mm. starts singing a song and then he's like, he's humming it and then it's like okay, I just like that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. All right, very cool. Well, finally, Ray can talk. <laughs> Ray, what's yours? Oh, you don't have a question to ask me? I just have to come up with my own. Oh, uh, we okay. have a question for Charles. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I didn't know if y'all had one specifically that y'all wanted me to. Ray, why do you like Cable so much? I <gasps> Cable's a hard one because Cable's... Um, I like Cable because I grew up most mostly reading 90s X-Men and Cable was just badass. Um I, I do like him because he's like such a leader. Um, he's not a um, 
he's not a Charles Xavier leader. Like he has his principles, but he's going to get the job done <laughs> regardless. Um, I liked him because he took to me. He took the dream to its logical extent. Yeah, not to the um, what is it? Charles has the dream of everybody coexisting together, like yeah. a utopia. And, yeah, and he's and it's like the okay, we're gonna go shake hands and sing kumbaya, and this yeah, is gonna everyone's happen. gonna get along. And then Cable's like, yeah, but some people are evil. These so. people need to be taken out. Yeah. Yeah, and we need to fight this war before it gets to. It, and he's it was kind of that halfway point between Magneto Xavier and Magneto, and, but it's it's almost it's it's just the a little bit more. Um, I kind of want to say a little bit more militant version of um, Xavier. Yeah, because it's not even. I don't think he's even on the same side as like Magneto and everything. Because Magneto, if 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 I was going to talk about one myself, um, Magneto would be the one that I would mostly talk about uh, because his character, characters that are more in a gray area to me are always a lot more interesting than the na- uh, the natural good or the, the natural evil character. Yeah, that's where Prowl um, from IDW is for me. Yeah, so um, yeah, anytime I watch a TV show, usually the main character or the person that they try to put up on the 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 main, my my go to um for this uh, example for this um, Lost most people have seen Lost um, the Doctor from Lost is like a goody two shoes pretty much and uh, I hate that character I just don't like that kind of character the character that's like completely good and gonna try to do the right thing all the time like Dale from The Walking Dead um. Oh, the old man? Yeah, sort of. Sort of. Um, I can't think of a character. The right thing's not always the right thing. Yeah. yeah. And that's where, I I think that's where you're going with Magneto. Yeah. So, like, Magneto definitely, like, early Silver Age Magneto is not interesting at all because he's just a villain that wants to rule the world. And that's typical, like... 60s. Yeah. That's typical for that era. Um, then you kind of start getting into more of the understanding of what he wants to do, and then there's multiple times when he like kind of tries to become a hero, but because uh, I, I we, we've talked about, um, I've been trying to read through all of the X Men and everything, and currently he is the headmaster at the Xavier Institute for the New Mutants, and their their enemies, uh, one of their main enemies right now is the Hellfire Club. And there is this point where he kind of just thinks he's failed everything. And the Hellfire Club has offered him to be one of the kings in the Hellfire Club. So, so to be like pretty high up, very influential position. And for the good of his students and mutant kind and everything, even though he does not agree with them, he's considering it. Yeah. Um, which, of course leads to hijinks and people misunderstanding and stuff like that. But um, he's not opposed to dirtying himself for the greater good. He's willing to work for his cause. Well, and and not even work, but like if I have to do do this, yeah, if I have to do this thing, it could ruin me as a person, but it could make stuff good, better for a lot of people. He's willing to to, work for his work. For what he has to do, yeah, 
but from his point of view, as a Holocaust survivor, as yeah. a Jewish Holocaust survivor, he's seen where that kind of thinking of let's yeah. separate, let's start. Okay, these aren't the same as us. Let's start exterminating. Yes, and he's seen where that has gone once before. So he, so he's always kind of fighting with himself in that because he is completely okay with oh you're going to try to kill my people mutants well i'm just going to kill you yep um and i i I just think that that and cable who is more of a gray area um the more and more i read all of x-men as a complete story um i've always felt like xavier was that like true good character He's not. Absolutely. He is is a a very, very flawed man. He is a a jerk. Yeah, often. Yeah, often. They're very um, almost condescending in the way that he thinks he is the only one that can do things. There are very many times that he comes back to the X-Men and, like, takes over because, like, there's, there's actual, like, speeches in the comics where he talks about how uh, I think where he talks about how um, Storm's doing a good job but she's not doing a good enough job I have to come back and do this yeah you know stuff or like that like when everything's been fine even though yeah. he's been gone with his bird Cyclops and yeah um, and the things that he's done to Cyclops yeah um, it, I mean it's some of it's retcon stuff but I mean just in general, just yeah. the things that he's done over the course. Well, I, I, that's what I think. All the retcon stuff is what makes him worse, because mm-hmm. like he's just kind of um, at the point just where kind of I'm creepy. At, yeah, well, I wouldn't even say creepy. Just kind of a like he's tainted. He's just a little tainted. He's trying to do the best he can, and he seems like a real person to me yeah. instead of a comic book character. Um, but all the retcon stuff is like, oh God, you are a douche big mm-hmm. time um but this uh, the same thing can be true for like some of the stuff with cyclops leaving madeline and all oh, that, yeah, that stuff is i'm real. not excusing any of that stuff yeah. it's just like but yeah so a gray more gray character to me uh which is funny because my other one of my other favorite oh, two of my other favorites in marvel comics are nightcrawler and spider-man and both of those are not very gray they're good guys so but yeah yeah Anyone have any other What a letdown. Really? Yeah. You, you disappoint me. <laughs> no, like I thought everybody had really good points. It's it's kind of a weird thing to talk about, and you can't really riff off of it and make jokes because it's just like... Yeah, because it's kind of a... What's well, a personal serious, thing, yeah. you know? Very like, personal. Like, you know, I, like when I was talking about what, you know, my things, you know, like the more I talked about it, the more I realized this is a very personal thing to talk about. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, even kind of discovered, like, this is kind of where it all started, and I feel like uh, everybody, in a sense, maybe felt the same way. You know, like I'm kind of disappointed. You thought I was going to be ripping on you about that, and I wasn't going to well, ask you, a you, serious yeah, question. You had <laughs> you had this smirk, and I'm like, oh, TJ always <laughs> yeah. critiques my taste. Here it comes. Uh, surprised but, you didn't uh, go with Snake Plissken or uh, Solid Snake. <coughs> uh, I love those characters, Snake but Plinsky. Uh, but, but Steve Plinsky <laughs> is just like I don't know. There was there just wasn't enough. And although I li- like to really flesh out a character, and I think 
I love the Metal Gear Solid series, but at the same time, I feel like all the characters have been dragged through the mud as yeah. far as like. <laughs> oh my god! And it's just it gets to the point to where like I love I, uh, if Solid Snake stayed who he was in Metal Gear Solid, yeah, I would have liked it. Uh, yeah. But just th- what Kojima did with the stories and how they just got so ludicrous. And just so silly. I know I've used. I'm becoming an old man. I've used those words multiple silly. times. Silly. It's a silly. Well, it's not just the silly. It's just. I know he's been kind of preachy. Oh, know, that too. It's. Like, it's I just. Like, I get it. Okay, I get it. War's bad. You know, makes people do bad things. I get you. Okay, let's move on. We we know this one. Stop in. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're gonna make a really fun action game where you shoot people in a war and then tell you about how war's bad. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like just I want to fight a guy who you know uh, carries a giant you know jet turbine minigun or you know a Vulcan cannon or you know has psychic powers. I don't care about why he's psychic <laughs> or what motivates him. I just want him to be psychic. Yep. You know, and that's what I love. It was the marriage of supernatural extraordinary sci-fi stuff with military combat and the more they got away from it, the more they just like fell in love with their own story i'm getting yeah topic I, for another time <laughs> yeah exactly but uh assassin's creed is another series that's done that too. yeah there's a lot of things i love but i think the two things that were brought up tonight were things that i've loved my entire life yeah, yeah so any uh Comments, suggestions, emotional <laughs> outburst, anybody? Nope. I end my meetings that way. Okay, well, listeners, why don't you guys post? You know, we'll put a question of the day up pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, who do you love and who is your daddy and what does he do? Uh, <laughs> that's who's your favorite said. character and why? And why? Yeah. I think that's a good one. You know, and, you know please answer. You know, we re- we're really interested to we know. We really love the interaction that we get on our social medias. Yeah, I mean, we always love people answering questions. And, uh, I mean, some of your answers are stupid, but you know, <laughs> others are pretty good. You know, no, Jake, JK. But, uh, yeah, we love the interaction. And, you know, we want you to know. I mean, so what if it's personal? Just tell us. Yeah. You know, and. We can all it's be weird and awkwardly. Media, cre- so yeah. everyone on the internet can yeah. read it as well. Excuse yeah. me, so from some of the shit I read on social media, uh, overly personal things, especially recently, you can tell me about why you like Batman. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's also funny. Like most of the time, nerds are pretty like like to attack, but our, I feel like our social media area, I like on our Facebook and our Twitter, is pretty kind to one another. <laughs> In yeah. most cases. Okay, so, sure. yeah. All right, guys. So remember to follow us on the Twitters. Follow us on, like us on Facebook. And don't forget to rate us on iTunes so you can win some of this fabulous prizes. Gears? Gear? I don't Swag. Swag. That's the one they use now. Stuff. Stuff. All right, guys. This has been Nerd to Get Laid. Good night, everybody. God help you.